Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook because it's easy to use, because it's safe and secure, and you get your winnings fast. Now, winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours, and it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against the odds so they know I sent you. All right, welcome to Against the Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Friday morning, Cousin Sal coming to you with spaghetti and meatballs. They're fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon, he is producing this mess and joining me as always on this great Friday. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? These guys, every single day, it doesn't matter if they're coaching six and a half sports, if they're in meetings all day, tournaments, daughters, tournaments and out cities that we've never heard of before, or if they're getting married every day, they have picks on extrapoints.com. Guys went three and oh yesterday. Good job by you. Uh, Bri, you went six and oh the other day. What is this oh, now? Yeah. Friday? Wednesday on our basketball graphic, you had all three sides and three props. Nice work. I mean, I don't know how you're doing it. I don't know if anyone could go six and oh with these games and any different, uh, any different uh, permutation of these picks. Well, that was tough. And, I, and I've lucked out. You know, I had the Nets. I mean, I had the Celtics who were down big to the Nets. I had Philly that was down big um, into Toronto. And uh, no, I, I, I lucked out on some of them. I, I've been on the good end of uh, 20 point comebacks the last couple of days for sure. I, I've That's it. And that'll like keep it. up. I mean, there's no reason that should stop, right? Uh, this NBA. <laughs> We're going to review Thursday's NBA games. We're going to get into Friday. I should men- mention, Brian, as good as you are on this, you need to hit this prop quiz. It's up at extrapoints.com slash arcade. Got all the weekend games, got top scorers for Saturday, top scorers for Sunday. There's a tiebreaker. Get it. Get in there, brother Brian. Win yourself a gold cap. You can join all of us. Although Martin Weiss says, hey, I lost my gold cap. He says to me yesterday, Martin Weiss, <laughs> lemon pepper parlor and extra points. I'm like, tough on you, man. You got to win another one. That's not how this works. You know, these things don't grow on trees. But uh, let's first review Thursday's NBA, get into Friday's action. So last night, I mean, that was... Um, I don't even know what I was watching there with Memphis and Minnesota. What were the numbers, Bri? Memphis was up how many points? Were they outscored uh, 50 to 13 or something crazy? They were up. Well, they were down. They ha- yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they were down 26 like right away. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, because I that was my EP pick. I took Memphis and I was like, oh, I sent you guys a text and man, I thought this was going to be a close game. Right. And then before the end of the second quarter, they they cut the lead. So I was like, all right, we're they're back in this. And then all of a sudden, the third quarter, they jump back out to a 20-something point lead, like late in that quarter. And then Memphis just totally, from the last couple of minutes to the third through the fourth quarter, just dominated. At one point, we said, what was it, a 37-9 to nine run in the fourth quarter? Um, absolutely crazy. And I had a lot. I had a lot riding on Memphis. I know Parley Kidd has a lot on Memphis. I have Memphis all over in these series bets Memphis minus one and a half Memphis for the series. So now I feel good because I mean, that's just a demoralizing. That's gotta that's be a, a killer. Such a bad yeah. loss. Yeah. The wolves were up 25 with three minutes left yeah. in the third Memphis closed the game 50 to 13. Insanity. <laughs> By the way, my big <laughs> bet the was road, no Carl Anthony towns. Yeah. On the road, Carl Anthony towns, yeah. high score. <laughs> I don't know what I was getting plus two seventy. It's like he took four shots. Like, uh, I'm like, all right, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And guess what? Nobody else does either. I mean, well, that guy takes four right. shots, but Memphis, Memphis went on a 21 0 run and didn't even, and uh, Minnesota didn't even call timeout during that whole stretch. Yeah. So it was really odd. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't resemble. Wow. It doesn't resemble a lot of what we see. Um, and, and uh, yeah, the, the I, I don't know. There's like a mystery game every night. Like even as uh, entertaining as you might think the Nets Boston was the night before, like uh, Kevin Durant just didn't know how to dribble. So I don't know what what happens. All right. Uh, Mavericks went into uh, Utah, another frustrating team. I don't know. I think Toronto is a frustrating team in the East and Utah is the most frustrating team to watch in the West should be better than they are. They're 29 and 12 at home. They lose by eight to Dallas. Um, Harry, I don't know. This, uh, this surprised me. You know, Mitchell went for his 32 
And then there's Brunson oh, yeah. at 31. I guess Brunson, like we said, is going to be a max contract player next year because he something <laughs> else, up something games. else out of Brunson these these couple of games. But I said that uh, uh, Rudy Gobert had to step it up offensively. He did. Um, uh, Bogdanovich had a great game too, scored like 24, and uh, and Mitchell got his. But still, Dallas, uh, par- give it up to Parlay Kid with the uh, plus two and a half on Dallas for the series. Yeah, nice. nice that's a winner. Him. Good job, Parlay Kid. You you cashed that already. You won two in a row. I cashed I cashed that already, but I'm and I'm still waiting for my Mavericks to win the series bet to come in. I, uh, I think I was one of the few around that uh, was on the Mavericks with or without Luca. What was that initially, uh, Mavericks to win the series? Yeah, uh, was it more than minus two thirty five? Because right I now it's minus two thirty five. I took them. I took them at plus five hundred to uh, win in seven. I oh, have we that. knew he was out before the series, right? That's right. Yes. Yeah, we knew he was out. So um, okay, I have so it them wasn't... at plus five hundred to win in seven. Yeah. But I also have them to win the series at plus two thirty. Right. Yeah. I believe, okay, so and now... I had them. Uh, plus two and a half at plus one oh six. Now it's so, minus two thirty five, and you know, Luca might come back, might disrupt things. Who knows? Maybe keep him out for a while, keep him out to the finals. Mm-hmm. The way this is going, uh, and then Warriors Nuggets one eighteen one thirteen. That was um, that was uh, entertaining. I mean, Jokic went crazy thirty seven eighteen and five. Pool just, I guess, I guess chalk him up for twenty five or more every game now, right? Amazing. That, that's Amazing. just that's just his thing. And you know, chalk up uh you gotta look down the box score to find Steph Curry because he literally comes off the bench. Uh, even though he did lock 31 minutes, I should say. He had 27 points, but the Warriors are in good shape here. Three nothing. And uh brother Bry, I don't know. I I, I just I don't know. Do you do you sit um Jokic at this point, game four? I mean, they could. I, I don't I don't see that. I, I, I think that, you know, Denver talking after the game, it seems like they want to, you know, get this to a game five. I, you know, I, I, I don't see it happening. I mean, Jokic, he doesn't miss any games anyway during the regular season, typically. So I don't see them, you know, I don't see them wimping out here. I think they put up, you know, a, a decent fight. I mean, they played pretty well. They played pretty well last night. It's just like when the Warriors want to. When they want to play hard and they want to go, they go on it's those ridiculous. runs and it's just almost when, impossible to stop right now. Yeah. When just when, just when you thought Denver had a chance or had a one or two point lead, every single time Golden State made the basket to come right back. But with 40 seconds to go, Brian, I was texting you, but uh, and I had Denver and Martin Weiss was texting me too, back and forth too. He had Denver as well. With 40 seconds to go and they had the ball. What was Aaron Gordon doing that, that charge that he, I mean, just running over players without dribbling and got card full of charge, and then they file back the other way. Two points back for Golden State, and the game's over. I mean, you still have a chance. What was there. he doing? What Brian? was that play? Why did he do that? What was that play? Well, he was trying. <laughs> he was trying to do a spin move, which is that Steph just that got was ridiculous. <laughs> Steph just got in his way. Honestly, <laughs> all right. The Warriors minus minus twenty thousand to win this series. Uh, minus, Denver money line loot. minus two and a half <laughs> is minus fifteen hundred. So, Jeez. Uh, uh, yeah. So, mm. but if you like the Nuggets. 33, uh, 33 to one. Um, there you go. Did they get swept by the Suns last year too? Was it? Yeah, I don't remember the last time the Suns were good. I don't know. I, think, I, guess, uh, I guess you're I, right. I guess you're right. So uh, <laughs> that's that. And, you know, obviously there'll be a bigger favorite if um, the, the Warriors will in the West if the Suns lose tonight. Yeah. But they are favored at plus 120. What was it, Parley Kid? Early in the week it was plus 250. I told people to go on it. Uh, they're plus yeah. 120. Suns without Booker. Now he's out. He was supposed to miss games three and four, right? Uh, now he's out uh, for, um, what is it three, four weeks? That The three or four changed the week. I saw two weeks. Oh, two to three? Okay, all right. So they got to get through this series without him. And Memphis is uh, plus 420. All right, let's get to the Friday games. Uh, I love action. I know we have to talk about it, but seven hours a night for the next 30 days, I was just telling spaghetti and meatballs. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that I could do it. <laughs> I really don't. But, uh, you know, it would help if I wasn't about to lose $100,000 on the Suns and or Bucks. But we'll get to that. I'm I'm sure I'm going to lose at least one of those today. Uh, I have them both for the series. But anyway, let's start things off. Miami, one and a half. They're favored in Atlanta. 221 and a half is the over-under. They have a 2-0 lead in the series. I picked the Hawks in seven. Not looking great right now. In fact, the Hawks have probably played two good quarters in the last two games. I think, I don't know. Uh, they already let us down earlier in the week and raced to 10. I do think this is a kitchen sink game, much like the Toronto Philly game, but 
Maybe they won't blow the wire-to-wire lead they have with some jackass missing two free throws with 20 seconds left. Uh, they're better than that. They're better at home for sure. 27 and 14 at home. Much different team in Atlanta. Trey Young, much different player. 30 points a game versus 26 on the road. I think there's a little home cooking. Uh, you know, could be Butler, two mysterious fouls in the first quarter. You know the deal. 115-106. Hoping against hope. I'm taking Atlanta uh, plus the one and a half. Brother Bry, you are going uh, first quarter. I, I, I'm with you here. Get off to the yeah. lead, and then yeah. maybe they blow it. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking the Atlanta getting a half a point in the first quarter. You got to lay minus 140. But this is something that Harry and uh, probably Kid did in the Toronto Philly game, which you had to feel like that was a good job, right? You, you, they played well early in that game. They put, played terrible in the second half. So I'm a little bit worried about these second half comebacks. That's why I like the first quarter here. I do think they get off to a, a good start. You know, we lost that race to ten badly in that the in game two, right? The Miami Atlanta game, but they battled back the rest of that quarter. You know, they played well up until a certain point, uh, you know, um, but they're, they're going to be desperate in their one home game against the Hornets so far. They had a great first quarter. I, you know, I think they're going to come out well, as long as they just don't let Gallinari shoot too much early on. Uh, and, you know, and the thing about this bet is they could tie here in the first quarter and you still win. You're getting a half a point. So, so I, I like this a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, Parley Kid, you have anything to add with the Atlanta plus one and a half? You have it. Harry has it plus one oh six. Um, we're, we're all, you know, not usually good when we all have the same team, but Bryce mixed it up. Has <laughs> it uh, never works out when we have all have the same team, a, yeah. a la uh, the Suns the other night. Yeah. Um. Jesus. So uh, at least but, that was uh, close. Minus ten. Yeah. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, look again, Sal. This is desperation mode for Atlanta. They they are up into these last two games. They were playing some really good basketball over the last two or three months. Um, maybe they find their mojo back at home. I I think I think they do. I think this is a letdown game for Miami uh, and a feel good game for the Hawks. I'm not confident about myself either. I think taking the Hawks in seven. Uh, I don't I don't like that pick anymore, but uh, we have to ride the Hawks here. They, this is a must win. They, they have enough talent to get one win here in this series. This is the game. They have to do it. I think so. All right. Props real quick. Uh, Kevin Herter over 12 and a half. This is a popular one. Parley kid. I feel like I'm stealing this from you. This is one that you go with uh, typically. Right? With Something this. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Splits uh, have him slightly better at home. Last 10 games. He's averaged 15. I'm getting a, a deal, I think, at over 12 and a half. And by the way, he wrote a letter to the fans yesterday. Did you guys see this? It was published in the Players' Tribune. I'll read a little of it. Uh, just look at how the regular season went for us. It wasn't the best start, and it wasn't the best finish either. We struggled a lot with finding our rhythm. We had a fight just to get in the play-in as the ninth seed to have a chance to make playoffs. Obviously, that's not the situation you want to be putting yourself in. That's not where we expect to be in October. We just weren't playing well in so many different ways, to be honest. Missing shots defensively. We weren't as active. This is a letter to the fans. As we were late, uh, injuries piled up. There were a lot of things we needed to fix. I don't know. I think if they're real fans, they're probably aware of all this already. But uh, the main point of the letter was that the team is going to fight hard against the number one seed Heat. And uh, fight might be an operative word because it's getting chippy out there. And I think Kevin Herter's good for about three three pointers and his total over 12 and a half. Um, overall, that's my pick. Uh, Parley Kid, Trey Young, speaking of three pointers. Yeah, well, I lost on this the other day, right? When mm-hmm. I had a young oh, three plus uh, three pointers. Is this uh, to hit the-, the rim or this is to go? <laughs> this is to fully go in? Uh, yeah, he went two for 10 the other day. He cost me on uh, and the uh, points over and on his threes over. Um, but I, you know, we all like the Hawks here, and I can't see a scenario and with the Hawks or close or win this game and young doesn't have three plus three pointers. I just don't see a scenario where that can happen. I mean, I'm laying uh minus one fifty four on this bet, uh, but I'm betting on young. He's, he's very good at home. Uh, I think, think finally he gets off to Schneid in the, in the first half of this game, hopefully right away in the first quarter of this game. And uh, maybe I'm, I, I got a winner here by halftime. So, all right. There you go. Spaghetti, what are you saying? What is this? There was a protest. We had the glue lady on yesterday on Extra Point. She was delightful. <laughs> that really, really surprised me. Um, I thought I was going to hate it. And uh, now I want to hire her. I think I think she's going to I think she's going to fill in for the other Megan while she's pregnant or something. But uh, <laughs> Megan, fun to sport. What is this saying, Spaghetti? 
So there's a tweet uh, from one of the beat writers, I guess, of the Wolves, and it says there was an attempted bird protest again, bird meaning the chickens, that obviously uh, Glenn Taylor is uh, uh, ending. Um, <laughs> but it was a man this time, and the plan was thwarted because of extra security. So he was intercepted before he could reach the court. So I believe it was you, Sal, that kind of predicted there wasn't going to be one. You kind of like uh, sensed that uh, our guest was going to plan another one, and you tried to get it out of her, and you were right. Right. I don't know how much she's in on the inner dealings. Um, we try to get to that. But uh, yeah, I, look, I hope this goes on forever. I'm also, uh, I didn't ask because I didn't want to get into the politics of it, but what's the acceptable way to, to kill a chicken? You know what? Maybe we have to have her on again. I think that's the <laughs> only way to do this. All right. Harry Butler under 24 and a half points. Yeah. If you like Atlanta, it's probably a good mm-hmm. bet. Yeah, Big D mentioned maybe a possible letdown game on the road here for Miami. And Butler, he was fantastic. Probably played the game of the playoffs so far in game two with his 45. But before that game, his last 10 games versus Atlanta, he scored under 25 points. And in fact, his last time he scored 25 or more versus Atlanta was 323-2019. And the season, last 10 times he scored 27 points or more. He fell kind of toward the wayside the game after. So 10 times, this is his last 10 times, scoring 27 points or more. All 10, he's gone under 25 the next All game. right, I like that. You know what? You didn't invoke like the, the 2003 um, Miami Heat. And that was, that was really, that was on point. That was good. All right, Butler under 24. And she's the 2019 Heat. You know? Yeah, right. Uh, Lowry under two and a half threes, Brian. Yeah, this is what I gave out the other day, too, and he went one for six in that game. I'm I'm doing a repeat of it. You know, if he couldn't do it at home, I don't really like him to do it necessarily on the road. He just has not shot enough threes, you know, over his last five games. Again, he's averaging like maybe four to five three-point attempts here. So, if you know, maybe he'll get a few more opportunities because, you know, they'll look to shut down Butler. But, I, again, there's enough three-point shooters on this team, right? Like, even between Robinson and Tucker. Like, those guys didn't even necessarily – get to take shots the other day. Um, so I do think unless he's wide open, when he's wide open, he'll take them. He'll never force a three though, Larry. So I think, again, I said this last time to get over, you know, to get over the two and a half threes, he's going to have to attempt pro you know, you know, numbers wise, he probably has to attempt about seven. So I, I just, I don't see it happening here. So I'm going to go under uh, two and a half again. All right, let's move on. Milwaukee at Chicago. Now these are where the uh, interesting, the bigger, bigger, bigger seeds. With the injured, injured, injured players are on the road now. One, one. They're both about the same. Got toss up, toss up games all throughout uh, tonight. This is where uh, it shifts. Milwaukee two and a half point favorite. Two twenty two and a half at Chicago. Middleton, obviously the big news. He suffered a sprain MCL. He's done. Uh, is he done for the season? No, he's done three to four weeks. Why do I have three, three to four, four weeks. weeks in my head? That's what it is. Okay, he's three done to four for weeks, three to four yeah. weeks. All right, so he's done for this series. Um, I don't know. I'm if you have I'm not as worried about this one series wise because you have a guy who and this seems very simplistic to analyze it this way, but yeah, he could get to the rim and Giannis anytime he wants, like even in a losing effort. That is that is a really good chip to have, I think. Now they have 36 turnovers in two games. That's got to slow down. Uh, I think it will. Chicago four and eight against the spread as a home underdog. I think that's like bottom three or four in the league pretty bad bucks dig deep. I don't know. Someone like Portis or Connington steps up. Yeah. They went back to, they went back to home court advantage. Uh, the low number minus two and a half. I'll lay it. One eighteen, one Oh four final parlay kid. You like it as well. I do like it, Sal. And just like you said, I mean, the bulls played an outstanding game the other night. They shot uh, almost a hundred percent, almost a hundred percent from the free throw line, almost 50% from three uh, and basically 50% from the field overall. I expect a little regression, even though they're coming back home. Uh, I think the Bulls being a man down here uh, will step up the defensive intensity, making life a little uh, tougher on the Bulls. Giannis, as you said, Sal, and uh, I think you're going to be talking about this in a, in a bit. Um, this is where Giannis, though, probably go. I think he goes off tonight. I think he has a one of these uh, elite performances where he's he's uh, scoring, uh, you know, uh, 40 plus points and I don't want to take your thunder away because I think that's something you're going with and the but the the Bucks need better bench play uh, I think Porter's I think Porter's gets it for them tonight but Allen and Connington they were terrible the other night absolutely terrible both guys were on the floor for 20 plus minutes 
combined two for 10 from the field for six points. And dumb fouls. They, yeah. And just dumb, just bad, bad playing by those yeah, two. Great, Grayson Allen has given them nothing. I mean, they are definitely the, the worst pair of white guys on a team that gets <laughs> oh, so time. Yesterday, yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. And, and, yeah. But Portis, I think Portis <laughs> will greatly help. He only played five minutes the other night. And, and But I have to say, though, uh, the Bucks get more than they should from Brooke Lopez in the playoffs. I, I playoff Lopez is ridiculous, and that scares me too because I, I think eventually he's gonna not have games where he's scoring twenty five. I mean, well, but if you look at his game, yeah, maybe not twenty five, but same thing. He gets to the rim kind of whenever he wants to. I so get, I, yeah, I, I mean, they do have that size. Easy baskets I mean, for sure. Easy um, baskets helping. for sure. Yes. All right, easy baskets isn't good for your uh, bet, Harry. Yeah, well, look, I'm going to go under 222 and a half. Sal, you had it at 222. I'll take it. Game one, 179. Game two was very fortunate to get to 224. But like you mentioned, guys, uh, without um, without Middleton, who's a 20-point-per-game guy, uh, going to have to rely on their bench. Uh, and Parley Kid, yeah, terrible on the bench for Milwaukee lately. Eight points in game two total on the bench and just Perfect. 24 total bench points in the two games. Perfect. Sal, you mentioned the turnovers. Very sloppy Milwaukee. 36 turnovers in two games. I think Chicago's just fine playing a type of game at a slow pace so that at least they're still in it to the very end until they're and be in it late in the fourth. I'm going to go under 222. And a- All right. Uh, Bri, you're taking Milwaukee minus two and a half as well. Let's get to the props. Giannis, I mean, I'm going to do this for some of the superstars. Now, it didn't work with Towns, who took four shots, but I don't think we're going to run into that problem with Giannis unless, uh, you know, rolls his ankle or something. 40 plus, as you mentioned, Parlay Kid. 40 plus, I like him for. Plus 255. Like now, if you look at he had nine 40 point games this year, 40 or more. So plus 255 doesn't make sense with the with the odds if it's nine out of however many he played. Yeah. What did he play? 28 games this year? No. <laughs> out of like six, whatever. It should be probably six or seven to one, except except now he's asked to take over with Middleton yeah. out. I mean, that's the difference. Uh at the end of March against Philly and Brooklyn, he had 40 and 44. I like this plus 255, 40 plus. He'll get his shots. He's gonna go to the line, like I said. Uh, give me that plus money, Giannis forty plus. Bry, you have him uh, in the rebound department. You think he's going to do it all? Yeah, I have him over thirteen and a half rebounds. Um, you know, the Bulls like have it. done they've done a good job so far at like trying to contain him. I mean, it's it seems impossible when he's driving, but mm-hmm. they just really don't have anybody to match up with them on the boards. I know Vucevic gets his rebounds, but they can't really stop Giannis at getting his rebounds. He's averaging 17 rebounds so far in the series. Mm-hmm. He's getting, you know, like you say, he's going to be locked in tonight knowing the importance of this game. And you also, you know, Middleton's a, a, a decent rebounder himself. So there's going to be a few extra boards out there um, for, for guys to get. So I, I like him to have, a, again, 15 plus rebounds in this game. All right, there you go, Harry. DeRozan has been a monster this series, but you like him on the defensive end. Yeah, I hit this the other day, too, uh, with him to get one. I'm going to go DeRozan to get at least two steals at plus 285. He's averaging two a game so far in the playoffs of these first two games. I think the atmosphere will be uh, electric in Chicago tonight. Um, He's recorded a steal in six of his last seven games. So let's try for two tonight with a value price of at plus 285 with one of the probably top 10 players in the league. I'll roll with that. You know, you say it'll be electric and it probably will, but I'm I'm trying to, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, You know, it's like less than 90 minutes away. You think there'll be Bucks fans there? 20, 30% maybe? I don't know. Um, But still, it's still Chicago. No, I know. I'm trying to think what Chicago had in Milwaukee. I guess, I guess it was a little bit of it, but mostly Milwaukee. Uh, But yeah, they, I mean, they've definitely embraced the Bucks in that area. Uh, over the last few years. All right. Uh, Zach Levine under assist parlay kid. Yeah. Levine uh, uh, did me in the other night when I had him over points and rebounds. He picked up uh, one rebound the other night yeah. uh, after grabbing 10, the game before Not the worst when those. you just don't have a chance. You just you don't. no chance. I know. And that's why I kind of like what Harry's doing with the over two steals. That's you almost always have a shot at that. Right. With those low totals, even if the guy averages less than two mm-hmm. steals a game, yeah. You have a shot the whole time. When you see one rebound and you need, uh, uh, you know, eight, eight yeah. or so, mm-hmm. uh, you, you're done for. But uh, assist-wise, uh, Levine averages under four and a half assists a game. Uh, he's under four and a half, eight out of the last ten games. He's really not a pass guy. He's a score mm-hmm. guy. So I'm going to take him under four and a half assists. Again, I'm laying a lot here at minus 158, uh, but that's what I'm rolling with. 
All right. Now let's go to the last game. Also two points. Well, right around two points. Phoenix minus two, two sixteen at New Orleans. Obviously no Devin Booker. 31. The first half was on pace for God knows how many. Um, and now this offense and team is without him for uh, the rest of the series. Uh, I'm going New Orleans plus two. I, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't think the Pelicans are done costing me money. I really don't. I don't know what I've done to a Pelican. I really have no idea. <laughs> Meepo, spaghetti meatballs. If we're walking to the cafe here in the studios and we see a Pelican, I might have a physical response. I really don't. I don't know what I, <laughs> I would do. New Orleans nine and four against the spread uh, this month. You know, I don't know that the Suns without Booker are better than this version of the Pelicans with Ingram, McCollum, Dance, and Herb effing Jones filling in. Then, you know, now we just sit back and wait for Chris Paul high ankle sprain. I'm sorry for being so doom and gloom, but this is just how it is. 120-109, Pelicans win. They go up 2-1. to one. Uh, Parlay kid, you're going to get, come on, did, take call, talk me out of my misery here. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, come on, Sal. Uh, no, I think <laughs> come on, a, Sal. They I, suck. It all I, sucks. I, 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 no, I know. I know. But look, this is everybody was so on this Phoenix team, right? I, I get it. They're losing what you might consider to be their best player uh-huh. uh, here. And it probably is their best player. But shouldn't a team that was overwhelmingly the best team in the NBA this year from start to finish? Okay, right. You shouldn't think. they? And of NBA finalists missing a player. They should still be better than the Pelicans who won. Uh, who were well uh, below 500 this 10 year. 10 games Grant, under, yeah. Granted, uh, you know, they picked up McCollum later right. in the year, and he's greatly helped. But the Suns are the better team. I think this is, again, like the way with uh, Luka, with the Mavs, you're mm-hmm. going to see the Suns all step up. They win this series in the next two games, Sal. These guys really? step up. Oh, yeah, yeah, they win these next two. These, these guys, the role players, everybody steps up their game. This might be... I'm not saying it's a good thing for the Suns losing your best players, not, but this yeah. might get the other guys to finally start pulling their own weight. Well, the other, I mean, DeAndre Ayton, could you freaking, I don't know what's going on. What I, mean. I remember That's him taking, I mean. Right. I mean, it was four for six, but I remember him taking more shots. Chris Paul can't go five for 16. Crowder, who we had, we were all over him, Barley Kid, two for 11. Yeah, these guys right. have to do something. Yep. Jesus. Yep. That's what uh, I'm thinking. But even like Booker was a minus six at 31 points. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm watching anymore. Uh, uh, Harry, you have a, all right. This is right in your backyard, Harry. Well, not this game specifically, but Suns well, minus one thirty. I'm taking, I'm taking the Suns minus uh, the 124 on the money line. Again, they're going to have to be able to overcome the absence of Booker. We've said that. Uh, and, uh, and we said this also last game, last game, Sal, you mentioned and this holds true. Crowder and Aiton need to just step up their game. No way should New Orleans out-rebound Aiton and the Suns by 10 like right. they did in game two. Mm-hmm. Let's hope to see a lot more physical Suns here uh, tonight and stop letting that let Brandon Ingram do whatever he wants in the series. Suns get it done here in game three. Bounce back. Minus all right, Brian, you're yep. with the Suns too. Just don't bet the, it. That's yeah, all I no, ask. Yeah. Well, well, you know what I hate though about this is that the Milwaukee game and this game are an hour apart. Uh-huh. I, I do think one of I like both of the favorites here, but I do think like if Milwaukee does so happen to fall, I don't think fee, I, it's one of those things. I don't think both underdogs are going to win. Yeah, but so. think about the alternatives. If they <laughs> spread it out, we're watching 14 hours of basketball. <laughs> we just can't have it. I think that. But the funny thing is, this is going to come down to the Camerons. I think there's multiple Cameron yeah. Payne and Cameron Johnson, right? Those yes. guys are going to have to step yeah. up in this game like golf. You know, all these Camerons out there. Yeah, so. you may have to rename your daughter. I don't know what's going <laughs> it's on. It's a Cameron right. from yeah. Cameron to Cameron. I, I I'll, just spell, I'll just spell it differently. Just, just spell it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get to props. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, 14 or more rebounds plus 140. Not a great number plus 140, but he's averaged 15 in the last 10. He had 25 in a losing effort in game one. 25. Uh, didn't play a ton in April. Five games, 14 or more in March. He's back in good form. He's the focal point defensively for this Pelicans team and, you know, offensively grabbing boards. Why not? 14 plus gets you plus 140. Uh, Harry, CP3. Oh boy. You need a game like this at him. Right. Yeah, I'm going to go over 32 and a half points and assists combined at minus 118. No Booker means CP3 will have to score more and create more of his uh, famous uh, 10-foot jumpers. He's got 71 points and assists uh, combined through the first two games. He'll have to still set up his teammates, though. Uh, 
I like Crowder and and Aiton who and Crowder two for fifteen in the series has to step it up. And Aiton, that's how you mentioned four for six. That's all he was in game two. Got to be able to get it down to down to him for some easy buckets like uh, he did very well last year in the playoffs. Yeah, that's what's surprising me the Lakers. most. Like, the, the, where, where's the screen? Yeah, I mean, where, where's anything with him? Yeah. Where is that? And four for six in game two. I mean, yeah. uh, just uh, I think uh, this is a situation where just CP's going to have to score, but definitely create. And the guy's got to knock down these shots. But I do like uh, over thirty two and a half. And so it might be a situation where if it's close and no one else is scoring and he's the only one doing it, he might go for 30. Mm-hmm. Is, Harry, is, Harry, is Harry talking in like one and a half times speed? It's, it's a little very, bit. Very I think. fast. Very, very fast. fast. Yes. Is this is <laughs> finally come is down? Impressive or is not impressive? Come down from know. 420. I don't know. That, by yeah. the way, that's how he's going to yeah. race through his vows. He's so nervous. <laughs> Do you have vows written, Harry? We, uh, then we, no, not yet. I'm not still yet. waiting. So this is going to be a thing, right? Yeah, it'll be something. She's going to yeah, write something that you haven't heard before. Then you're going to write something also. By the way, H-Dog's I don't, I don't helping, know if you've been to a H-Dog's wedding. helping me out with uh, this. Who's H-Dog's helping? Who's helping me out? Who? H-Dog. Oh, oh H-Dog's that's helping. great. Oh, terrific. That would be great if he oh, raps, really if, he, if, if he raps, if he raps this oh, thing. Oh, that's be really so good. good. What about what, what, what a... What Please, about if Harry. what about if somebody writes Harry's vows for him and he doesn't see him until that day, like right before he has That's to read them? Good too. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. I mean, maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll have my best man help. Well, me Ken's out. gonna do it anyway. That, Ken's gonna really force it on you at the last I second. I think Joel could write some very oh, nice vows. What do you think, Joel? Oh, I think we're gosh. gonna set a line on this. We're gonna have a pool, or as Joel says, a poll, um, uh, <laughs> that everyone could join. By the way, Joel, uh, I, I need to know. What? How do you spell? When I just asked you, when when Harry and uh, I don't want to ruin it here, when he and uh, his beloved Angie are going to exchange um, thoughts, what do you what? How do you spell that? What we just said that is the vowels. Yeah, how do you spell that? Well, I was. Uh, I feel like Jordan. We should be talking about Jordan Pool. Like, is it Jordan? Yeah, Poole we will. Or Paul. We will. I just need to get this. I need for my own sanity need to square this away because you put it. I asked for ideas for Harry's um, wedding and you said vows. But uh, so how do you spell vows? Well, there's two there's two ways. The way you you want is, I believe, V-O-W-S. Yes. But, but in the document, you had V-O-W-E-L. Well, that's different. That's vowels. different. Vowels. I wanted to play a game. It's definitely it's different. different. I, I meant definitely like different. Harry's going to give vows like it's the. Oh, he's Vanna yeah, like, White. Right. He's oh, give vowels away. Right. It's a Vanna White wedding. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I do watch. I do watch Wheel of Fortune, Joel, every night before. Right. But Joel, just to be clear, you thought you thought the correct spelling for the vows is V O W E L S. Well, that's the good one, right? I mean, who? The, why would you want vows when you you could have? Right. <laughs> by, by the way, a buddy, a buddy of mine who was a Colorado high school buddy named Kevin. He'll, he'll be at the wedding, so yeah. and he's big fan of the show. He loves it, and he's like, he's like, I can't believe that you and uh, and brother Brian Parley Kid haven't come out with like uh, prop bets for the wedding yeah, we and stuff that's going to go down. We're going to get oh, okay. we're going to okay, get gotcha. it going over the weekend. You hear that, Kevin? We're all yeah. Set. I mentioned it like three times already. Right <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, where are we now? Oh, Brian, you have a, a Chris Paul. Yeah, uh, yeah. Over I, one I, and a half steals. I, I do like Harry's because I think he should yeah. have the ball in his hands the whole time. But uh-huh. I do expect the Suns to ramp up their defense. The, their defensive pressure should be better tonight. But before game two, Paul had two or more steals in five straight games. And in, uh-huh. in, in his career, he's always averaged around two per season per game. Per game. So uh, I'll go over. I think it's minus, minus 138 on over one and a half. All right, there you go. And Parlay Kid Bridges. We haven't talked about him. Oh, like uh, yeah, Bridges time. over four and a half rebounds at plus 122. He's grabbed 11 here through the first two games. I think Bridges is a do whatever it takes to win type of player. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think uh, he steps up his game on all ends, uh, whether it's rebounding or scoring uh, tonight. I also uh, like, I like what Brian was saying too about Cam Johnson. I couldn't find a line on him last night for over threes. I think there mm-hmm. probably is one. But I do like Cam Johnson tonight too to kind of have a uh, a nice game. So many cams. So that so I mean that was the most popular sports baby name like twenty three years ago, right? Most, yeah, brother Brian. I, I think yeah. it had to be. There's like forty three cams between basketball and uh, yep, and for golf. Sure. Uh, yep. Basketball, golf, baseball. FanDuel has it all. This baseball season turned K's into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a risk free first bet. Up to $1,000. And with FanDuel's same game parlays, you turn little bets into big paydays. By the way, I went with one today. I went with what's called the same game parlay plus. Harry, have you done that? Well, you do it with uh, two teams. 
Turn on one or that. more hits in the Dodgers game. Dodgers money line. Pete Alonzo, one or more RBIs and the Mets money line. And that'll get you around four to one. I don't know if I'm allowed to say how much you paid. I hit one of these last week. Not a, not a plus. I, I dare try a plus. This is my first foray into a plus. But I have it the same game parlay. Do that. Jump on that. Just sign up. Place your first bet. And Fandle will refund you up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win. Yes. Parlay insurance. Now, this is what you like, Harry. One of the reasons you love betting on FanDuel. Great promotions every day. Safe and secure app. You get paid fast. Tell us about the parlay insurance. You go three for four, you get your your money back? Yeah. You go three out of four, you get your money back. They do it on they've done it on MMA. They've done it on, Mm -hmm. uh, they did it during the uh, college basketball tournament Mm -hmm. and they do it in the NBA Mm -hmm. as well. And baseball sometimes. We figured this out. If Harry had access to parlay insurance, um, Starting from college on, he would have saved seven point three million dollars. So that's I mean, that's a look. That's a significant number. <laughs> Download the film. I'm, I'm the king. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm the king of three out of four. You are king of three out. Of you are. Hopefully, uh, Angie puts that in her vows. I'm marrying. Do you take the king of three out of fours? Yeah. Download the Fanduel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code against all odds to get started with your risk free first bet up to a thousand dollars. All right, let's jump in a sharp tank. guys give me weekend bets. I'm going to pick one of them. We haven't done this all week because we've had so much basketball, but let's get into it right now. Harry, what is your sharp tank pick for the weekend? Yeah, look, Chris H, who always gives us our updates on uh, on Twitter of how great we're doing or how terrible we're doing on our sharp tank bank mm-hmm. picks. Um, he did uh, point out that I have hit seven straight extra point hits, by the way, uh, on the NHL extra point picks seven in a row. Mm-hmm. So tonight, Tonight, I'm going cracking wild over six and a half at minus 108. Seattle, uh, despite having the least amount of games played in the Pacific Division, have given up the most points uh-huh. in that division. And the wild in their last five home games, they, there's been a total between them and their opponents of 40 goals, an average of eight per game. The last two games, nine goals in both. I'm taking the over in the Kraken Wild over six. You know, I'm at dinner last night. Uh, we, uh, Harrison had a uh, Little League game, and then we went to dinner, and Jack is checking his phone. And he's like, oh, Harry with the hockey. I was like, why don't you care a, a, a tenth of, a, about my picks like a, as much as you do, Harry? Do you, are you checking in with Jack, my son, my middle son, about your picks all night? Yeah, No, no doubt. He, he's been texting me. He's the best. I did see him That's go why, on listen, like uh, extrapoints.com archives and checking everybody's picks and something. But um, do I have to? I mean, it's I mean, that's why he's my best man. Um, and yeah, that's true. You're right. You're <laughs> right. I guess that makes sense. I mean, but he really is like a historian. He kind of knows all your picks. And I feel tremendous. Bad. Chris H. Tremendous. Chris H. might be out of a job. Is it possible to pay mm-hmm. him less than zero? I don't I don't know. Uh, all right. Uh, Parley kid, what's your sharp tank pick? Yeah. And to be clear about Harry's uh, picks. Uh-huh. Uh, he's hit seven hockey picks in a row. Right. Not seven straight EP oh, picks. Right. I think, Did I, say that? I think he wanted Dating oh. back to 2016. Right. right. <laughs> I think he wanted you to think like, you know, kind of get the best of both Darren, worlds. It's the only thing, I'm, the only thing I'm winning on. <laughs> this is the true. only thing I'm winning on is hockey. Total. No, yeah. I know it's crazy. I, well, so I'm going, I'm going you have this. First of all, they, they should scrap this whole UFC card this weekend. It's terrible. Is it? It's absolutely, it's, it's brutal. I, I, Probably won't pay too much attention to it unless I'm betting on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Looks so like you I'm are. Take, yeah. I am. I'm taking Macy Barber mm-hmm. uh, over uh, De La Rosa, Montana De La Rosa, uh, to win by decision at plus one thirty-five. Uh, Barber's coming off a nice win for herself. I think if, uh, about a year or so back, maybe two years ago, she was seen as the you know the real up and comer. She had a setback or two. She seems to have gotten her career back on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think she knocks uh, De La Rosa out. I don't think she submits her. I think it goes distance. So take Barber plus one thirty-five. And this is the unknown uh, triplet, right? With TK and Rondé. Uh, <laughs> she's a All right. Okay. So she wins by decision. Uh, Brother Bry, you also have a UFC pick. Yeah, I have UFC, and I'm gonna say I've I started off the year good on the sharp tanks. I have struggled recently. So and Sal, you keep picking mine. So I would just say just don't. Just don't pick mine. Oh, right, right, right. Just don't pick mine here. But yeah, I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> Jessica Andrade by KO at plus 230 against Amanda Lemos. Like, and Andrade is a, another one of those female fighters, right? Right at the top, right? But she just yeah. cannot get past the the top, top, right? Shevchenko or Nami Yunus or Zhang when she lost those fights. But against everybody else, um, she is by far 
I'm actually surprised she's only minus 200 in this fight, even though Amanda Lemus only has one loss. But if you look at Lemus's fights, I mean, the Angela Hill fight, her last yeah. fight was the best fight or best win that she's yeah. had. But, you know, when you look at Jessica Andrade, right, her last Cynthia Calvillo is a really good fighter. She knocked her out in the first round. Before that, before Shevchenko lost, she fought Chukagian, who's a bigger fighter than her. And she knocked her out in the first round as well. So she always brings that energy, especially early on in these fights. So I do like her. Uh, I know Amanda Lewis has lost before by a KO a couple of years ago to, you know, kind of an unknown fighter to me. Um, but I'm going to take Andrade by KO at plus 230. All right. I am going to stay but you away. You can't take it. No, I know. I'll it. stay away because uh, Pauly Kid says it's a shitty card anyway. Yeah, and I'm going to go. I mean, because I'm going to hear about this hockey game anyway at dinner or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably before. Yeah. So let's take uh, Harry's over. What is it? Kraken? Uh, Kraken Wild, Kraken Wild over, over six, six and a half. half. Why, by the way, um, Damashek wants to do, you know how you guys did a preview of the NHL season. Uh, he wants to do one for the playoffs. The problem is the playoffs starts Monday, the day after your wedding weekend, Harry. And so I don't even know when you guys, we got it. Well, this is probably a conversation for off the podcast, but I don't know. <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to maybe do it Sunday. But anyway, uh, he's very much in the playoffs. By the way, I don't think Spaghetti, he has made his official pick, the Rangers, to win the Stanley Cup. This is a guy who's bet Calgary twice a week on extra points every week for the last, you know, two months or something. And laughed. We're trying to determine if he laughed or screamed at you for saying the Rangers would win the Cup or could win the Cup two months ago. I don't think he should be allowed. It was definitely, you're right, it was definitely a, more of a laugh than a, than a yell at. Um, he almost like just brushed <laughs> me off like, ha, they can never win. And meanwhile, we outscored you guys 11-4 to four in four games, so that's this fine. This was what? Like, like the, not, not two, two months, months ago, ago, right? right? Well, I mean, yeah. if that, yeah. Okay. Uh, and and uh, yeah, his, his every single day is a new team that he's he's riding in Calgary, then he left Toronto, now also owns the Rangers. Like, I don't want you on my bandwagon. Uh, and I, I just like, you know, he says he's a scientist, like he gathers information as it goes on. It's just like, you can't trust his hockey. <laughs> that's what it's scientists just, do. They, they laugh at people. Ah, ha, ha, Fauci. Uh, no, I right, don't, uh, right. Yeah, I, I don't think he should get the I told you so for this. I know I get it's an uh, emotional hedge, but he has to change. I'm going to make him change his pick. It's ridiculous. All right. There you go. Let's take a quick break. All right, we're back. The draft is six days away. I'm trying to get this in my head. So Harry gets married in eight. Harry always gets married two days after the draft. So yes, so Harry's married eight days from now. The draft is six days from now. There's so much to get on Fandle, so much to bet. Uh, they have position markets. Now we'll go over teams' needs and everything else and who will land in the top five and 10 and what the order will be. Uh, we had Daniel Jeremiah on the other day. He helped us figure it out a little bit. Um, but it's unclear. It is weird. Last year, guys, we knew Trevor Lawrence was going to oh. Jacksonville, right? We knew Zach Wilson was going to the Jets. Um, and the other three, we didn't know, right? We, we were pretty sure there were going to be five in the draft. Trey Lance was the wild card there. I called it based on nothing. I knew he would be the third quarterback taken um, and not Mac Jones. And then Mac Jones fell to New England. Well, everyone knows back. But anyway, because of that, I think because of, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence, once in a generation quarterback, he was okay. He was good. Zach Wilson, all right, we don't know. Maybe teams are a little skittish. And for that reason, we don't know where the top two, three, four, we don't even know where the top two are going. And so much so that Willis, minus 140, I think he's going to Detroit. You can get him at nine to one. Uh, but I like Willis at minus 140 to be the first quarterback taken Malik. Uh, you know, he's got a rocket for an arm, scrambling abilities, great playmaker. I don't think teams want to pass up on potentially the next yeah. Josh Allen. Potentially. I say he's got better instincts in the pocket than Pickett. I don't know if the lions get him at two. Maybe they do some creative trading there. They have the two, the 32 and the 34. Maybe they trade down a little and get him. I think he's a lion. And I think he's the first quarterback taken minus 140. Harry, you're going to fight me on this. You like Pickett plus 150. Yeah, I like Pickett at plus 150 to be the first quarterback taken. I also tie that together a little bit. I also like Carolina plus 150 to draft Kenny Pickett. Um, I, I think this is a situation where maybe Pittsburgh's still in the running for Willis. Maybe they trade up. They have the 20th pick overall, but maybe not as as high as uh, where the Panthers pick at six. I just think Pickett overall here is the better quarterback. He's suited better, I think, for Carolina as well. Uh, Carolina's 30th in passing in the league, just 14 touchdowns. 
Um, I think, like I said, Willis goes maybe to Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh trades down, they're 20th. But still, at number six uh, overall, I think Carolina goes with uh, Kenny Pickett there. And that's the first quarterback taken in the draft. And by the way, um, because Sam Darnold and P.J. Walker are the only quarterbacks on the Carolina roster right now, they better grab Pickett at six, Mm. who played in the ACC because they don't have another pick until round one. Robbie Anderson loves, loves Sam Darnold. So you got to get on the same page there. Like I I said before last year during the season, I feel... I feel sorry for Robbie Anderson more than anybody. He had a, you have him you as do? quarterback I feel, yeah, I feel in, terrible. New Jer- in New York, New Jersey, and he also <laughs> he had to have them in his quarterback in Carolina. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. So you're saying plus one, it's the same odds that he gets picked first and that he goes to Carolina. I'm trying to think yeah. what the better yep. bet is there. Both plus one. So you're trying to figure that out too. I don't know. So he's well, the first pick and he's at number six, you're saying. Yeah. I mean, you can't I, parlay that, but yeah. I, I would right. I, I think wouldn't you just why I don't know. I would just take him. I guess it doesn't matter then. If the Carolina's taking him at six, boy, boy, would that be a mistake, by the way. Holy smokes. Uh no quarterback should be going six here in this draft. Uh so Sal, I'm with you on Willis being the first quarterback. He's got the to me, and I said I've said this uh going back six months ago, uh, that he's got the by far the most upside out of any quarterback in this draft. He might not be as ready. Uh, as some of them, but in terms of upside, Willis should be the first quarterback taken. So I got, I'm doing a little parlay here. Uh, it's on FanDuel uh, already. Uh, well, Willis is the first quarterback taken. Equanu is the first offensive lineman taken. And Brees Hall is the first running back taken at plus 250. Um, I, I like it. Equanu and Neil, I mean, Equanu is going to be one of the top two. That's a coin flip. He is kind of past Neil at least in terms of uh, who is going to be the first lineman taken. So I'm kind of, I'm rolling with that at plus 250. Willis, Equanu, and uh, Wilson, I'm I'm sorry, Hall being the first taken from their positions. Right. All right. Well, I, I mean, Harry has completely jinxed Brees Hall's uh, career, both college and <laughs> guessing pro. I don't think it's going to quit now. Um, so I Iowa think he's got to be the first. Well, I was run, backing no matter, off. Yeah. I think he's got to be the first running back taken here, though, in this draft. Yeah, well, unless I, people learn about the, Harry's attachment, yeah. I'm with you. Uh, all right, brother Bry, Kenneth Walker, first running back taken. Yeah, well, interesting. Well, I'm going to. Um, yeah, I'm going against Parlay Kid here. Um, yeah. But you know, a lot. Of, I do think a lot of these running backs. I do think there's like ten of them that are going to be good pros here. You know, but they're just going to get drafted a little bit later again. But right. we've seen weird stuff with running backs, right? It's just hard to dif- differentiate between some of these guys, like between. And so it just really depends on need where they are in the draft, like whether or not a team wants Walker or whether a team wants Hall first. I think it just depends, right? Both guys ran great 40s. And now if you're looking for a bigger back, you'd probably go for Hall. If you're looking for a running back that's probably a little bit more explosive, you'd probably look at Walker, who's a little bit smaller, but I do think a little bit more explosive. But, you know, again, year after year, we don't really know. I get screwed on this running back bet. All the time, I feel like whether it's a first round running back or whether where somebody gets drafted. So I do think Walker, I do think, you know, even looking at some draft boards, I think, or just analysis that people have, I think they list, you know, Walker is one in some, two in others, one right. A, one B with some of these guys. So at plus 280, I like Walker here. How many uh, mock drafts are you in so far, Bry? Uh, how many have I looked at? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't even know. Again, I... I look at so many. I think I said this in prior years. I look at so many. I think I end up looking at like a kid's a kid's mock draft <laughs> yeah. that has like that has like ten views. I'll I'll, I'll look at, any, at the, I'll look at anything. It I'm gonna really outdo that kid that you're you're following there <laughs> because I think I'm gonna do like thirteen tonight. I was talking about this yeah. on extra points, and then I'll have like my version fourteen uh, to go out tomorrow, and I'll put that out. And I'm like, oh. and people are like, wow, this guy knows his shit. Uh, I'll just copy, I'll just go, I'll quickly put together the thirteen and. And that'll be that. But all right. So more uh, Fandle again, thousands of uh, props on this NFL draft coming up next week. And we are going to dive in even deeper next week because NBA playoffs ends this weekend. Right. So we're going to be able to free up uh, some time. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it. Harry, this is it. One more week. Right. Yeah. One more week. You nervous? What are you most nervous about? I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I just what guest to, are you most nervous about? What guest that you know is showing? Let's put it that way. Are you most nervous about embarrassing you? Ooh. Do I have to ask? 
Do I have to answer? Do you have to ask? I don't know. That's a question. Do I have to answer? answer? I know. Do I have to, do I have to answer? <laughs> I guess I'm sure, not. I'm sure you've I can't got really some, hold I'm sure, you down from uh, 800 miles away. I'm sure, you, yeah. I'm sure you got some things up your sleeve. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Our guys going to be fun, though. We're going to go out there, celebrate the draft. It's a big weekend. Spaghetti and meatballs are set. Right, spaghetti? Looking like 98 degrees that day. Is it really? I checked on that. What yeah. do we require to wear? What do you want us wear? But at night, but at night it's going to be, it's always, it's been, it's been, right now, yeah. it's been very comfortable at night. What does that mean <laughs> to you? What's very comfortable at night? It, it, you'll feel, you'll, it's not, 90, 90 degree, number, 88 degrees at night is nice and comfortable. 90 at um, night is comfortable. All right. It is because it's the, it's the desert. So it's comfortable. It's so, not like if it's so again, humid or anything like that. Go through the dress code. That's very, good. very, very casual. Be comfortable. If it's going to be 98 and you feel like, you know what? Don't want to wear a tie. Don't want to wear a jacket. Mm-hmm. Want to wear like a golf Did shirt or something. Right, go here, right ahead. Here's something. Sal, you can answer this. Did yeah. Harry wear a tie to Ken's wedding? Uh, I have pictures. He I, wore I a yarmulke. Think, no, I don't oh, think no, so. I, didn't, I don't think I did so. not. So why in the world would any of us be expected to wear a tie to Harry's <laughs> wedding? <laughs> like, didn't say you had why, to. Why did is Harry saying you don't have to wear a tie? Here's the answer. We're not wearing ties. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Like that. That's no, good. That's good. Fine. I'm not I'm not upset one bit. I will be wearing a tie. I'm pretty sure but, uh, that's fact, the way it goes. Pictures will prove Harry wore that same shirt he's wearing now to Ken's wedding. Wow, that's that might be. It's that very might, close. A, not true. I mean, it's very close on it. Yeah. B, I wore a purple shirt to Ken's oh, wedding. That's and right. C, that's right. this shirt that I have on from DXL, uh, I have about 40 of these same mm. black shirts. Yeah, I think I remember somebody doing a Barney yeah. reference or something like right. that with the purple I shirt. Think it was, I, it's DXXX. Shut up. Sorry, yeah. Brian. I think it was Grimace. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. That that's right. Uh, well, one thing's for sure, Harry, if you're the only one wearing like a tuxedo, and though I, although I saw what your brother is uh, wearing. Um, also, that, no, no, we, we, I got him, I got him a tuxedo as well. Right, He's got one oh, as well. Poor, yeah, I mean, oh, poor maybe Scott. that's one of the props. Like who's going to sweat more? Can we measure this? Oh my gosh. That's going to be great. Spaghetti. You, you mind, um, st- um, like walking under these sweat. two behemoths with a bucket, sw- uh, all day. I don't sweat. No. All right. I'll, I'll do it. I'm just mad that I, I didn't realize it was going to be 98 degrees. I got like a new outfit for this wedding. I'm kind of like dressing up. Oh, and now did? I'm like, I should just go uh, up in like a basketball jersey and gym shorts. Like I said, in that text message uh, last week, you're the best dressed guy out of all of us by far. I, I, all the time. I, I appreciate I that. Pictures. I hope I live up to your expectations. We have to be consistent, though, here, because I can't. <laughs> we'll talk I afterwards. Show up. Like it. It'll be fun. Listen, why don't you, Darren, if you want to wear your track and field yeah. coach shirt, go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. You can right. dress like the coaches in the NBA right. have been dressing, dressing right now, right? Yeah, that's right. what I mean. We're all wearing, yeah. That's right. Dress like the coach on, dress like the gym coach on Goldberg, on the Goldbergs there you go. if you want. Hey, Joe, you ever seen that shit? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. That's this question, uh, well, I mean, Joe. I'm definitely going to uh, have a t-shirt cannon. I feel like when it, <laughs> oh, it yeah, gets right. too hot, it needs to, but uh, what, I, what I can't believe we haven't talked about is Parlay Kid alluded to possibly being, uh, I, I, given weed uh, at the wedding, not by choice. And we found out that someone just did that in Florida and the wedding kind of went AWOL. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's yeah. true. That's right. That is the thing now, you Darren, have to be most nervous about with these kids. And I, I, all the, the pot you're going to have there. Uh, I don't on, think Aaron. I wore a tie to your wedding, Sal. And I definitely don't think I wore a tie to Darren. So no, you, I think free. I have, I, I think you did wear a tie. to. My I don't wedding. think you wore Maybe a shirt to mine. I'm not sure. I'll have to look at the <laughs> All pictures. Right. All right. There you go. All right. That'll do it. That's another episode of against the lots for spaghetti for meatballs for baby face. Joel Solomon, the generate trifecta. I'm Sal. Say so long and happy handicapping. Now-